Hey, what's up, guys? Hope you're doing well. Cloud with you here, and it's not my episode. It's Chris Myers. What's up, Chris? Hey, not much. How are you, Cloud? I'm good. I'm good. glad you're here. I'm glad you're back. We're excited to be back. So a lot of people are, you'll be a new person, new staff person here at New Vision for them. But for other people who are listening, like, oh, I remember Chris from back in the day. So you're actually coming back to New Vision. You've been gone for a few years. You've been down yeah, in Texas. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're new to some and old to others. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we were here from 2004 to 2012. Um, I served several different positions, but uh, ended up as uh, the adult discipleship pastor. That's and, what I remember you yeah, as. In, like, and, and so, so we've been gone for 12 years. And uh, so <laughs> has it been that long? Yeah. yeah it's wow. kind of wild because we could, it's funny to be on this side of it because I could kind of see the trajectory of where the church was headed and then to take a time out for 12 years and then come back. It's, it's been a really, uh, really encouraging and really incredible and, and really kind of awe-inspiring to see what God has done. Yeah, it's super cool. Like being here when I first started going to New Vision, it was like two worship centers ago. Yeah. I can imagine like if you hadn't been there while it was going on the whole time, it's like, oh, we're in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know you lived in town for a while. Yeah. And, uh, but you were, you were at Texas and you were pastoring First yeah, Baptist. I pastored the First Baptist Church of Commerce, Texas, which Commerce is uh, uh, probably a little-known town, um, but it's about an hour and a half uh, outside of Dallas, a uh, town of about 9,000 people with a university, uh, Texas A&M University Commerce, that used to be East Texas State. Okay. Uh, some may remember that, uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, there's the university itself has about 12,000 students. Okay. So interesting little community. And now you're back at New Vision as sending pastor. Could sending you... pastor, yes. Uh, with Bob Landum retiring uh, soon uh, as missions pastor, um, uh, I was contacted by the church uh, to consider uh, a call to uh, become the sending pastor, which is very similar to what Bob did. Uh, my job description is slightly different. Uh, so uh, uh, the leadership felt that it was important to kind of make a distinction uh, okay. that I won't be doing exactly what it was that he was doing, but uh, sending, you know, just like, uh, you know, Jesus says, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. And that is uh, what we're doing as we go and we uh, advance the gospel in our community. So yeah, missions, our, the focus is outwards. Yeah, missions, uh, internationally, nationally, local uh, in Planting, your neighborhood church stuff yeah. yeah across the street and around the world yeah as exactly we say. yeah awesome well we're glad you're here i'm uh, excited to hear your content for today's episode just really quickly we're in this series called my favorite verse <laughs> pretty simple as that and so i'm going to turn it over to you your favorite verse why it's your favorite verse and maybe some practical takeaways from us yeah, the, uh, this verse, uh, Ephesians uh, chapter 2, verse 10, it's hard to say any one verse is my favorite, but this is without a doubt uh, the passage that I have preached most often because this is my go-to uh, passage uh, every time I preach a funeral. Uh, well, not every time, but most times I preach a funeral because preach a lot of funerals, do you, Chris? Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, my, in my former church, a lot of senior adults, uh, and so I uh, preached a lot of funerals. Um, but it's a it's a good reminder um, for folks that are gathered uh, to uh, remember uh, the one uh, that has been lost. You know, the one who's died. Um, it's a good time because everybody kind of asks that question. You know, like. You know what happens. Uh, you know uh, what's this all about? And we remember, um, but then we also think, well, you know, my time's coming. Uh, what's going to be said about me? And and uh, all of our stories are part of a bigger story. And and I think Ephesians chapter two uh, really helps us understand that each one of us are our unique lives and what God has done in our lives and what we do with our lives tells a unique story about 
who God is, the mm-hmm. bigger story. And so Ephesians 2, chapter 10 in the Christian Standard Bible says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. Now, there's a lot in that passage, and uh, we have limited time. Um, I don't have as limited time when I'm doing a funeral. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but but one of the, the things, captive audience. Yes, exactly. They're there and uh, and and not going anywhere. But uh, it says, "For we are His workmanship." Obviously, God's workmanship. And when we think about workmanship, we think about something that is handmade. Like if we look at that and and think that we, each of us as individuals, we are God's workmanship. He has uh, been uh, hands-on involved in creating us. And it says, okay, so we're his workmanship for what purpose? It says created in Christ Jesus for good work. So we are saved uh, by Christ, and, and, and we'll get to that in just a second, but created in Christ Jesus for good works, that which mm. God prepared ahead of time for us to do, which we read in Ephesians that God's plan uh, for salvation uh, was something that that they created before the foundation of the world. So before the world was created, uh, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit had this plan, and it includes us and mm. our little stories to tell this bigger story. And so Ephesians chapter two, verse ten. Really, when you look at it in context, and and you go back to. Uh, the very beginning of this chapter in, in verse 1, it says, And you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you previously lived, according to the ways of, of this world, according to the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit now working in the disobedient. We too all previously lived among them in our fleshly desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and thoughts, and we were by nature children under wrath as the others were also Mm. so all three of those verses there's a lot there but this is obviously written to believers it's written to the church in ephesus but the good news here because it all sounds like bad news but the good news here is it's in it's past tense that we were dead in our trespasses and sins but But what now yes so what changed verse four but god yep but God, not but I. He said, but God, but God who is rich in mercy. One of my friends, he's listening to this episode. He always makes fun of me for saying, but God. Yeah. He said, but God. But, but God. God. God intervened. We were dead in our trespasses yeah. and sins, but God. And that's a great thing. Yeah. And he, and he says, who is rich in mercy? Not he has a certain amount of mercy mercy that he has to budget and make sure that he doesn't extend too much. He says, but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love, not limited love, great love that he had for us made us alive with Christ, even though we were dead in trespasses. And then he says with an exclamation point, you are saved by grace. Then verse six says, he also raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavens in Christ Jesus. Now, verse 6 is a confusing verse because it's written also in the past tense that when God interjected, when he uh, interfered in our dead lives, when uh, when he saved us, it says he also raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavens in Christ Jesus. Now, 
that hasn't happened yet. I, you know, yeah. I, I, I come to think of it, when I woke up this morning, I wasn't. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Well, so why is it past tense? So it, why? And 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 that's a question I still ask. I don't know. Like, is this written like an Old Testament prophet that mm. writes in the past tense about the like a messianic prophecy that writes with the assurance that th- this yeah. is a, a thing that's hoped for? I like to think because it's like it's a done deal. Yeah, like it's as good as done. That's why it's past yeah. tense. So at some level, according to the Word of God, at some level, when we are saved by grace that we are already hmm. seated with him in heaven. And then it says in verse 7, there's a so that. Mm-hmm. So that, why? So that in the coming ages he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace. In case you were wondering how rich he is in his grace, you can't measure the riches of his grace. Uh, the uh, That he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. There's a lot there we don't have time to go into. (laughs) But then he says in verse 8, for, like, Mm. all of this, for you are saved by grace. He said it again. He said it with an exclamation point in verse 5, but he says, for you are saved by grace through faith. Now, this this is what I heard. I don't know if this is what was actually taught uh, to me by people in my growing up. But it says, well, God gives the grace. We give the faith. Mm. Well, if we look at this, it says, For you are saved by grace through faith. And through this, faith. and this, those two things. Pointing to yeah. those two things, yeah. grace and faith. This is not from yourselves. It is God's gift. Mm-hmm. So our salvation is a gift from God. He is rich in mercy. His love for us is great. We were dead in our trespasses and sins. Uh, I mentioned that I preached this in, in a funeral. Sometimes it's I will say, what can a dead man do? And I'm saying that as a casket is lying in front of me. A dead man can do nothing. And here is proof of God's grace. His, we are saved by God's grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift. Verse 9, not from works. Why? So that no, no one can boast. boast. So if you've ever met an arrogant Christian that says, here's how your life should be more like mine because here's what I have done. They've missed the point. Yeah, They've missed the point. The point is, is that Jesus has done it. Yep. It is God who is rich in mercy because of his great love for us that we were dead in our trespasses and sins, but he made us alive by grace, through faith, his gift. Why? Verse 10, for we are his workmanship. This is not just the way he, the personality he gave us, not just the spiritual gifts that he gave us even, not the physical gifts that we have, not the brains that we have, all of that together, but we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. You know, we're, Paul tells us that, you know, that when we are in Christ, you know, the old has passed away, the new has come. The new is this workmanship that God has created in Christ Jesus. Why? For good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do, which leads us to the question, okay, what is it mm. that God has gifted me with and what is it that about my story my unique story who i am who i was and who i am becoming by god's grace 
what's the story that God is telling through my life? And am I intentional mm. about sharing with others the bigger story yep. that my story is only a small part of? Absolutely. That's a great takeaway. Like, what am I created to do and finding that and being passionate about it? Yeah. You know, I was thinking sometimes when I drive in to work in the mornings, I pray and, you know, keep my eyes open while I'm driving. So it's important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I say, God, thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for giving me a purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so many people go through life and I'm sure this, you see this at funerals and whatnot, but it'd be a shame that at the end of your life, someone say like, Hey, cloud, like muscle cars and old music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. thank you God that I have a purpose. Not only I've been saved, what that means yeah. beforehand, et cetera, but also we get an active role, an active part for good works mm -hmm. that God has made for us. And like, man, that's like rocket fuel. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you on the next episode.